welcome to your new favorite podcast. From London to LA. Join us, your House of Flavor hosts. Come on, we need more energy for this. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, From London to LA. Join us, the House of Flavor hosts, with... Me, Chef M. And me, Miss May, as we explore what to bite down on. And what not to bite down on. In the world of food. Culinary news. And trends. And trends. Hot mess. Let's go. I'm not a leader. I'm a follower. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I don't want to be a leader anymore. You don't want to be a leader? Nope. All right. I don't want to be. Since I'm leading today because my co-host is not a strong black woman, she has put down her um, her flag. No, it's a cape, it's a bandana, it's a bonnet, it's a head wrap, it's a it's a crown. I'm fed up. I, I'm sick of being a strong black woman. Okay, so you are so you're on so you're on your way here and you start ranting to yourself about this or you heard something? No, I've been ranting about it most of this week, to be honest. Um but it was heightened on my drive here. Um and yeah, I just I don't want to be a strong black woman. I don't hear anywhere else about She's such a strong white woman. She's such a strong Asian woman. Oh, she's such a strong Indian woman. No, they're not strong. <laughs> <laughs> they just get to be regular women going about their days. You're right. There, there isn't a strong white woman no. or a strong white Chinese male. Wo- Do you know where I'm coming from? Uh, from a female's perspective, no. From a male's perspective, I can, I can definitely attest to some of yeah, that. Yeah, like I don't want to be. But I don't necessarily woman. look at it from you know me being a strong black man or, you know, women being a strong black woman. I think it's just part of the rhetoric of pull yourself they, up by your bootstraps. All they push on us. Like, yeah. all this, I've got to wear my crown. I've got to adjust my yeah, crown. I've got to do all of these things to empower myself. I've got to be melanate, melanin rich. I've got to be black girl magic. I've got to be all of these <laughs> things. I've got to cook, clean, work, raise children, look after my family, Look after my job, look after the people at work, be nice to people, go to church, do charity, help everyone else, raise other people's kids, and not have the same access to childbirth like everybody else does in a hospital. Like, that's a big thing for me. You know, I'm talking about wanting kids, and now I really don't want my kids in a hospital because I feel like I'm going to have to be a strong black woman and just (laughs) push my kids out with barely any pain relief. So I'd rather do it on my floor. Because I'm going to clean it anyway, so. Because <laughs> you're that strong? Strong black woman. Uh, for those listening, you are listening to the Bite Down podcast. Um, hi, welcome. Bite Down. <laughs> I am Miss May. And I am Chef M, and we are on one today. We are. All right, so let's kick this off. All right, you went back to Art House. All right, no, so for for those that don't know, our first episode we covered um, Kevin Hart's new joint um, near LAX in Los Angeles, and it's called Heart House. It is. Now we gave it some reviews. We gave it our bite down, bite not, but continue to try. Sort of a um, thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. And you dare to go back. Well, I, as I said I, in the first episode, I live in the area. It literally is walking distance. Um, <laughs> and believe it or not, some people think I just cook every day. I usually cook every day. But I felt, you know, I felt like 
Let me go back. Yeah, why let not? Me, Give it another shot. Let me just try. I wanted a burger and I went back and I got the chick uh, <laughs> again. <laughs> and, you know, the same thing. It didn't smell of anything when I walked in there. It but still didn't smell of food. It smelled of nothing. Wow. But it was packed. It was ram solid. Okay. Um, and I realized it's the same kind of... You know like Burger King where they keep all the patties and stuff in those plastic drawers? Yeah. And then they flip them out and throw them in the microwave. It's definitely that happening. Um, and they were staring oh, wow. at me, staring at them. And I was staring <laughs> <laughs> like so intently watching this my burger be made. Um, but obviously I must have blinked because I got home and every bite was painful. Really? Yeah. I and mean, the first like, time we had physically it, painful. it wasn't good, but why physically painful? You know when you have a cabbage and a you cabbage. get to the end of the cabbage <laughs> and you know it's like eating the back of the bread. It's yeah, like some people just don't eat the back of bread because, you know, they give it to the birds. I felt like they, this cabbage was for the birds and I was the bird because the nub... The tough part. I don't even know what you call the heart. I don't know what you call the tough part of cabbage that is not digestible. Yeah, that's the, it's the stalk. It the needs, stalk. Yeah. Um, I had three individual stalks of cabbage in my burger. From, hold on. The, hold on the, the fake chicken burger. Yes. Had. Comes with an Asian slaw. Okay. And my slaw was not really slaw. It was tough cabbage backs stalks whatever it is three giant pieces so much so i took a picture of my burger i i know you complained i dm'd heart house they took a day to get back to me okay they said to me this week that someone from management would get in touch nobody has got in touch from me from management Um, but at least i know like i'm never gonna eat there again i'm never gonna recommend it and now it's just going to be the tough cabbage burger joint for me. See, that's a shame. All right. So, I mean, from a black business perspective, Kevin trying to do, you know, good things with the community and, you know, have something delicious and healthy on the menu at an alarming rate. But we're not talking about that right now. Mm-hmm. But you go back and it's the same shenanigans. Yes. All right. So you've heard it here and it's official. We tried to give it another shot. And it's an official, you should not bite down. Do not bite down because if you bite down, you might lose your teeth. And healthcare (laughs) here is a thing. So if you don't want to pay a copay for no reason, don't bite down at Hot House. Damn. I was was really hoping they'll, you know, step their game up a little bit. I was rooting for them, but now I might need a root canal after. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right. So here's what's trending. Here's the, like. The holidays are here. Beautiful things are embarking. We have Thanksgiving coming up. We have Christmas. We have all of this, you know, wonderful holidays. And Egos wants to help with all of the things that you need to go out and and get by having drunk mornings. You know, uh, sorry for my Brits listening. I only just found out what an Ego was the other day. The only Ego I really claim is Ego LMA. <laughs> Let go know. my Ego. Yeah. So you've never heard that? In no. Overseas, there's not anything close to Eggos. It's literally just a waffle. No. A pre-frozen waffle that you throw into the toaster, pops out, grab and go. We're more of like, you know, crumpets, sure. muffins, toast. You know how it is here in the States. Everything needs to be fast and on the go and on the quick. Unhealthy as hell. I, I did not know what an Eggo is, but teach me. Yeah, so 
I can't teach you about egos, but what's happening out there is egos has created an eggnog to go along with your egos. And it has 20% alcohol inside of the actual eggnog. But that's interesting. So you, if that's, is that like a waffle for kids? Primarily? See, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, I mean, originally it was set for, you know, just on the go waffles, right. but they've, you know, pointed it towards kids. I guess parents are trying to get their kids lit before they go to yeah, school. Apparently, so <laughs> <laughs> being in uh, being in the states and going back and forth across the pond, do you enjoy eggnog? See, it's not really a thing for us either. I feel like eggnog is a flavor that pops up at Starbucks, which obviously is an American company. Mm. Um, every now and then, it's not something I remember going into my supermarket and seeing on the <laughs> shelf. Um, although one a few years ago, my cousins and I we decided to do like an American treats food store, okay, at like an artisan food market in Portobello and we did eggnog we did pecan pie sweet potato pie we did like all of the classic American stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of people just wouldn't even try the eggnog to be honest (laughs) (laughs) but 20% alcohol content is a lot that's not that's not a normal amount of time that is a more than good time that is and a good time in the morning in the morning I think there are going to be some stories about kids getting lit on their way to um, school. It's either that or they're going to be, you know, just totally zombied out so that they actually just sit still and be quiet. (laughs) 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 Teachers are done. They're just like, yep, give them these egg. What is it? Eggos? Yeah, eggos. Eggos and eggnog. I I can't get used to this ego thing. Ego LMA is phenomenal. Check her out, guys. Um... (laughs) Egos, waffles, I will explore you this week, I promise. But it seems like a bunch of the um, things for kids are also trying to turn to adult things as well. Because you also have McDonald's adult Happy Meals that launched. Yes. I mean, when did that come out? I think it came out October 3rd. Yeah. Um, And it's pretty cool in some ways because when I think back to like us being kids... We had like those cool characters, the Grimace, the big purple guy, Hamburglar, Hamburglar, you know, (laughs) when McDonald's was cool and you really wanted the stuff. That's when they did commercials and there was more characters than just Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was like Sesame Street. Yeah. It it showed a purpose for the characters. Yeah. And what you wanted to kind of associate yourself with. Yeah. So now the cactus plant flea market. Um, which is a very cool streetwear brand, has done a collab with McDonald's. Um, so gone are the kitty-sized fish sticks, chicken nuggets, and hamburger meals. You can now have a Big Mac. A Big Mac inside of a, a Happy Meal. Or a 10-piece chicken nugget meal. <laughs> <laughs> which isn't chicken at all. Um, or chicken bits like chick- bones. And, More chicken this week um but yeah you can get these adult size happy meals that have these retro characters in them that have been redesigned by the cactus flea plant flea market people um and also some really cool merch Mm. um that they're doing some limited edition stuff on so i mean mcdonald's is evolving i feel like it always evolves it went from the golden arches to 
you know, teaming up as we learned with Pusha T and Justin Timberlake and getting a bit more cool. Yeah. To then turning into like McCafes because everyone said the food was so unhealthy. So they did salads. Um, and now they've lulled us in with these fake salads. They've gone back to the McRibs. This is horrible. Um, and now here we are trying to entice the adults to have a bit of nostalgia and just pop culture because people love collecting stuff, don't they? Yeah, but it's weird. It's just you don't weird. want a hamburger figure for your desk? I don't. I can't eat McDonald's. You don't have to eat it. You just collect the toys. So how about I just start buying you Happy Meals (laughs) so you can have the collection? But you know what? It could probably be worth something. I can't. can't. If they do anything, it'll be maybe go as far as like Beanie Babies when Beanie Babies were the the collectible thing. Oh, yeah. I never really got into Beanie Babies. Yeah. But I mean. That was was nuts. I, I got into Beanie Babies. And then I got out super quick because they did nothing and they were worth nothing. <laughs> so Random question. Do so not when bite you, down. Do not bite down. When you buy fast food here and they ask you for a tip. Is that a thing? Yeah. Because. Where? D- Hot house. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, I feel some kind of way about tipping here anyway. I feel Absolutely. some kind of way about tipping. Yeah, the hell with tipping. I feel some kind of way about most things um, to do with tax and everything else. I've been ranting all week about not being a strong black woman. (laughs) And also the irony of paying taxes through my job, paying tax in the state that you live in, paying tax to drive on the road, Mm -hmm. then being told I must pay to park on the road that I've paid tax for in both my (laughs) my road tax and my my like work tax so basically you're taxed out but i mean it's just this tipping thing like if i'm in a fast food establishment whether it's starbucks they stare at you so intently like you haven't done anything yet how can i tip you for something that you haven't done done? i mean as you know traveling in other countries you you're not expected to tip no one it's it's kind of banned and it's kind of frowned upon yes to actually do so so here in the states it's it's interesting that they're always trying to gouge you for the price. My thing is, from a restaurant perspective, you either pay your employees the right way yeah. and don't expect the patron to actually pay for your employees. Mm-hmm. That's for one. But then, two, if I'm if the if the meal costs forty dollars, I have paid that forty dollars. I have paid tax on top of the forty dollars. Preach. And now you want me to pay an extra. 18 to 25 percent say it loud for the people at the back for your employee you lost me you missed me with that one i can't Bullshit. but it's, it's also like mandatory here to tip yeah i refuse or the, the perception here is that it's mandatory yeah and then they're trying to press upon you the 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 eye or the look yeah. of like don't you know you're supposed to tip like i'm so like i'm doing something wrong this is so refreshing here an american tell me <laughs> that he doesn't like tipping because every time i say it I get the looks of death from everyone I'm with. All right. So last week we got into, you know, hip hop, you know, making their way into, you know, the the culinary space. So Pusha T out there with Arby's and McDonald's. And now there's two chains. Two chains. (laughs) I like two two chains. chains. All right. So two chains has teamed up with Crystal's fast food chain. I'm not aware of Crystal's. I have never heard of Crystal's at all, but they have hired this man. I just love that she kept her name, like Crystal. I'm, I'm going to give you my restaurant. It's going to be me. <laughs> Crystal with a K. 
Crystal with a K. <laughs> so Crystal with a K and her team have um, made two chains. The creative director. Okay. <laughs> so as creative director, he has addressed the menu and put on the side for your side orders and such chicken. So with that, you put those two things together. You then have a side chick. The side. Okay. Oh, so <laughs> here's the thing. Like I th- one from a marketing perspective and understanding your base yeah. is smart. Absolutely. As a smart it's approach. It's going to fit a demographic. Yeah, it's going to definitely fit the demographic. But the side chick, I mean, just from a colloquial piece to it, like, does it does it bother you? No, because I would never be a side chick. No one would refer to me as a side chick. I would be a mistress. I would be <laughs> the other woman. I would be but not the side piece. No, okay. I, I, you know, there's there's so many other sexier ways to call me the bit on the side than the side chick. One, I, you know, hats off to Two Chains. He's an educated man, mm. graduated from college. He knows his business aspect. Yep. The music that he he records because oh, no, I'm a fan. I'm not. I can't. There's there's some things I can get into. Is some of his music I just can't just because I'm not you know part of that life. But I do think that he's brilliant with the mm-hmm. idea of partnering with this company. I just don't understand the wave of what's happening. There's a trend, and I don't know if it's the execs that are going after the after the. The talent or the talent I mean, you just have to look at social media. You know, everybody has become a star. Why why an MC? Like, I don't understand. Because everyone wants to be an artist. And when you've got genuinely good artists that you know come with a a crazy following. From a culinary perspective, that's the part It's got nothing to do with... Crystal's not culinary. No, it's not. I don't think... I'm I'm, I'm giving them a little more (laughs) credit than... Then I should. They Fast food chains. chain with two chains <laughs> talking about chicks. And he does it very well. I mean, that sounds like genius marketing to me. Like, how, you couldn't yeah, get it. Yeah, it's smart marketing. It makes sense. Let's get into some um, restaurant reviews. Yes. All right. So, um, Gusados. Ah, finally. Um, something that I would say you should bite down on. Bite down on. Bite down. Gusados. Gusados is a Mexican uh, restaurant that is in four different locations here in yeah. Southern California. Um, you visited the I, so I went Hills? to the Beverly Hills location um, with a good friend of mine, Deborah, who is <laughs> the, I think she's the mayoress of Beverly Hills. I feel like she brings me up to speed with all things Beverly Hills. Mm. Um, shout out to Deborah. Um, but yes, you know, I was told that they are quite famous for their handmade tortillas mm-hmm. um, and their ceviche. And it's just a really simple concept. But it's um, so damn good. But it's super, super, super good. Um, yeah. And it's probably one of the nicest kind of snacky type meals I've had in a long time. It's not anything that's going to fill you up. But, you know, yeah, I had no. some I had some cool tacos. I tried a little bit of everything that I could eat. But my star of the show was my fresh cantaloupe juice. Ugh, I can't. I'm allergic to cantaloupe. I mean, you're allergic and you'll, you know, <laughs> blow up like a puff of fish and die. But um, the cantaloupe juice was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and just the staff were great. They were, you know, I was completely a novice and asked lots of questions. They mm-hmm. gave me some cool recommendations. Um, and I even ate cheese. 
I'm not allowed really? to eat cheese. But the quesadilla they have. Did we have the quesadilla? I did not have the quesadilla. This but... quesadilla is basically like this handmade tortilla that the guy makes like at the window while you're ordering your food. Yeah. So that entices me to just want to <laughs> try everything with a tortilla because I'm watching him make it. But they put a lump of cheese in the middle. It was very reminiscent to like halloumi or something. But okay. it was like a slab of halloumi in this like perfectly cooked tortilla. It was delicious. I was I was thoroughly impressed. I went to the Pasadena um, location. The Pasadena location was great. It's open. It has outdoor seating and also indoor seating. And I had three different tacos. Mm. Uh, one was the pescado. A pescado is fish for my non-Spanish speakers. <laughs> Chef Marcus gets very bi-trilingual <laughs> sometimes. And camarones. Camarones is uh, shrimp yeah. or what we call prawns in England. <laughs> Every time I write shrimp on my page, I get like a DM from my English friends like, you've changed you changed, bro. Why have you changed? Instead and of I'm saying like, prawn? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, because if I say prawn in America, I'll get nothing. <laughs> well, prawn is a larger version of a shrimp versus you're just, you're regular. Yeah, but you guys shrimp. call shrimp all sides. All sizes of shrimps here. Yeah, that's not accurate. They shouldn't, but. But they do. <laughs> if I ask for a prawn, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> so. Yeah, but the restaurant is great. Yeah, it's it to it's me is if you're looking for authentic. something casual with friends or just grabbing a solo bite. I'm really into solo places to eat. I eat by myself quite a lot. Um, that needs to stop. No, I really enjoy eating I know by you myself. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing lots it, of things by myself until I come crash it. Yeah, but yeah, Gisados is is definitely Gisados is a place to you, you must check out and bite down. Yes, bite down on Gisados. Um, next up is my favorite, absolute hands down, and I would drive anywhere to this location to get to it. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it is Cholada. Cholada. Cholada Thai beach cuisine. It is absolutely phenomenal. Yes. You're talking about simple authentic thai food it is in malibu and it i don't matter. i don't know if you should tell people where it is because then you know <laughs> when you want to pop in and you can't because it's right? busy it's busy you know you did it to yourself i did it to myself the drive for me is about two hours can i say me. i i never <laughs> i felt terrible i never you know chef marcus and i we meet frequently we work together and i had no idea how far away he lives from LA until we met at Chalada in Malibu. <laughs> and I felt awful when it took him nearly three hours to get home one day. Yeah. And I decided, oh my God, I will never bring you here again. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so terrible. And he got his food to go. So, you know, his food was like reverted and cold. Yeah, it was definitely, you know, not hot. But here's the thing. The food is that damn delicious. Like, it's that good for me to drive that far to have that taste just to drive back. So I really, really like it. The first time I had it, I loved it because I think I was just so overwhelmed by having a really nice meal. <laughs> <laughs> 
beachside. So few and far between having nice meals. But yeah. um, is it the best Thai food I've ever had? No. no but is it I the w- best Thai food I've had in the US? Absolutely so yeah, far. for sure. Definitely not the best Thai food outside of the country. But here in Southern California, yeah. for damn sure. Because there's a lot of Thai restaurants that do not get the recipes right. Yeah. Yeah. Not I love it. And it's cute. And I love that it's unassuming. It literally yeah, is a, a it literally is a hole in the wall shack type vibe. Yep. Um, Can seat maybe 15 people. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe 15. It's, you know, they give you plastic cups and, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not fancy. For the guys. Thai iced tea. It's not fancy, but um, yeah, definitely check out Chalada if you can, if you're in the Malibu Malibu area, it's off the PCH, um, and tell them that we sent you. And bite down for sure. Next up is one of my favorite, it is called Shock. Shock. And that is C-H-A-A-K for those that end up trying to search it. Mm -hmm. And it is in the... OC, but this little hidden gem is absolutely phenomenal. You're talking about taking um, Mexican food to a whole new layer, whole new level. Food is that damn good. Even the drinks are that damn good. You said damn. I didn't say damn three times. Was it? No, I only said it twice. No, you said damn like (laughs) fifteen seconds ago. Well, when something is that damn good, it's that damn good. So, what were some highlights? So, highlights of Shock was one, they got my favorite cocktail absolutely correct, which is a dark, dark and, stormy. and stormy. Yep. Simple, dark and stormy is dark spiced rum with ginger beer. That's it. Super simple. Add the crushed ice first, add the ginger beer after, let the ice raise to the top. Add the dark spice rum at the top so that you get the whole dark and stormy. Can you hear cloudy. how dramatic he is for a two ingredient <laughs> drink? <laughs> I might even say three. So we'll call good. the ice a third ingredient for you. Because so I've never heard is. someone talking about the ice rising to the top <laughs> before you add the spirits. Okay, Chef. All right. So the food I had, the one I had, you know, just your basic taco, but their tacos were definitely elevated. Um, I also had bone marrow, which is fancy. Yeah. It was grilled, cooked to perfection, super tasty. Um, And then had some other things, but everything that they had on the menu was good. It was cooked to perfection. You can see all the, um, the kitchen work. They had a glass window. So you can see everybody, you know, moving and shaking in the What else kitchen. do they have beyond tacos? Because I think for me, like we don't have a massive mm-hmm. array of Mexican restaurants in the UK. A mm-hmm. few came into play before I moved out here. There's, you know, Oaxaca mm-hmm. um, and a few other kind of localized places. But like what, like beyond tacos, what is like class, beyond tacos, fajitas and quesadillas, mm-hmm. what are some great Mexican offerings? You know what? I think... The way that they actually stay authentic to the region mm. is is what makes it special because you get into the actual specialized spices oh, wow. that okay. come from that region, which makes it different. So even though that it is, you know, a basic taco from the name taco, but the ingredients and what makes it that good. Amazing. Yeah. So you have the black beans that are different than your normal black beans. You have... 
I just, um, I, black Asada. beans just don't do it for me. I see, it's like every time I hear someone say that a certain thing doesn't quite do it for them, I feel like they just haven't had it done right. Flatulence. <laughs> <laughs> black beans equals flatulence. <laughs> And right, I can't get around that. <laughs> yeah. If you have another way to not have flatulence, then let me know. Oh, jeez. You can't be cute eating black beans. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not a thing. I think you can look cute eating them. It's just afterwards. There's no cuteness. Do you know what it is? You can't even look cute eating them because if you dare spill something on you, it leaves this horrid paper, like purple stain <laughs> on your clothes. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not a beanie kind of girl. All right, good people. I think that does it. I think that does it. I think, I think we've eaten it. enough this I week. I've put it. on about four pounds this week and I've only enjoyed one of my meals. Yeah, so it's telling good. me to relax. <laughs> 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 I might be the turkey at Thanksgiving. Um, oh, I cannot wait for Thanksgiving because I'm now in my what, third, almost fourth Thanksgiving in the US and I've been starving for the last three years. So I'm waiting to see if this is going to be my year. What of do you having, mean your year? Well, because everything here for Thanksgiving is just pork, basically. Pork and turkey. The greens have meat. The rice mm. has meat. Everybody has meat in their food. And mm. usually it's just me by myself eating cornbread at the back. <laughs> Um, but last year I, I stepped my game up. I brought my own crab. I bought my own vegan things and I ended up having to share my food with other people because apparently they felt like, you. yeah, no, I, I love the season. Um, there's one thing I cannot live without. I don't do the Turkey just cause you know, I'm not eating meat like that, but, mm. um, it is a delicious oyster dressing that I make and I cannot live without it. It started with my grandmother and yeah. every year. Is the only two times that I make it is Thanksgiving and um, Christmas. Well, maybe this Thanksgiving I will maybe I'll have my mind changed of this holiday. Maybe. You look pensive. Uh, yeah, I'm just you know I'm thinking of flatulence. I'm thinking of like oyster sauce. That just feels like bubble guts. No. And I love oysters. So yeah, I know. Oyster... I just know it's going to have some creamy stuff in there that's just going to send me over the edge. No, it's actually like um, like dressing, like stuffing. It's not the actual. Just Why do you sauce. guys have to ruin everything? What do you mean? Do you know how beautiful oysters are? You guys be grilling them, doing all kinds <laughs> of stuff to them. Now there's oyster dressing, like stuffing. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Yes. Listen, oysters have a beautiful space. In a bunch of different ways. It, it doesn't matter raw, using all these fancy grilled, words that you cooked. say. A beautiful space from a culinary <laughs> perspective. Leave the damn oysters alone. They just want to come out the shell and slide down someone's throat. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, check please. Follow us on all social media channels at Bite Down Podcast and at the House of Flavor. And that's F L A V R. Don't forget to show us some Insta love and follow Chef M at I Cook by Color and me at M S S A F F Y M A E. <laughs>